Hey, how's it going, everyone? This is Sean over from thatquirkyblog.com. And today we're talking about how to crate train your corgi. So whether you've recently got a new pup or you're working with one that you've had for a while, crate training is an excellent technique for both housebreaking and comforting your corgi. So what is crate training? Well, dogs like dens are really quiet and safe places for when external stimuli just becomes too much. Or maybe they just want some rest and relaxation. So the use of a crate or a confined space where they can safely rest and lie down offers that space in your home. You can kind of think of it as a little bedroom for your dog. Crates are generally metal or plastic frames. Usually they have a locking mechanism on one side or multiple sides. I think the one that we have is from Kong and it allows you to use it either lengthwise or widthwise, depending on the space and how it fits best. We've also seen some fabric ones out there, but have avoided those because we don't want something that Mati can chew or dig through. And you know, we just don't want him causing havoc around the house. For our crate, we also like to throw uh, a slightly opaque blanket over it just to provide some cover and privacy. And we think that Monty really likes that. So why crate training? Well, crate training is often a solution to housebreaking your pup. Dogs don't want to relieve themselves in the same area they have to lie down in. And I mean, like who would? Crate training allows you to confine your dog to prevent them from relieving themselves in your home, allowing you time to take them outside so they can then associate the outdoors with the bathroom. It can also prevent your corgi from chewing, ripping, or otherwise destroying parts of your house while you're away at work. If they're in the crate, they can't chew on things they're not supposed to. So this could save your furniture and belongings, but also keep them safe. Our corgi, Monty, loves to eat anything on the ground, so if we let him out during the day, we'd be super worried about him finding something that he shouldn't. Finally, crate training can also help manage anxiety by giving your pup a place to relax or sleep. We put Monty in his crate and usually play some soothing white noise or maybe some NPR whenever there's a thunderstorm or when we can tell that he's tired. It just allows him to get some sleep and rest up for some more play later on in the day. So if you are planning on doing crate training, here are some techniques and tips that we've used to help crate train Monty. So the first thing to do is to select a crate that's proper size for your corgi. It should be large enough that they're able to turn around, completely sprawl out when they're laying down. And if you want a reference for what this looks like for our dog, Monty, who's a little small for his breed, um, feel free to check out the website, thatcorgiblog.com, and you can search for uh, crate training, and that should lead you to a, a picture that we have there where you can see him napping comfortably in his crate. At the same time though, the crate shouldn't be too large that they feel free to you know, relieve themselves in one corner of the crate and then go lie down in the other one. So this can kind of be a delicate balance. And if your corgi is still growing, you probably don't wanna buy multiple crates in different sizes because that can get expensive quickly. We have seen some crates out there that have individualized segments that you can like latch on to the edge of the, the frame. So that way it will grow with them as your corgi grows. And if you're not able to do this, then you might be able to rig up something like, I don't know, the lid of a properly sized plastic container or something to uh, kind of prevent them from going off into another section of the crate. So once you've picked out your crate, you need to properly place it. So place it in a space where your corgi can rest without being disturbed. It shouldn't be in a high traffic area like a hallway. So for reference, we place Monty's crate in our bedroom. Most of the time that we're in there, we're sleeping ourselves, so there's really little noise out there to rouse him. We've previously had his crate in a spare bedroom and an open closet. Really, anywhere that's quiet should work. So once you've placed your crate, you need to properly prepare the inside. And I've heard mixed things about this. 
We've had a trainer tell us that dogs absolutely hate plush blankets and pillows because they trap heat and dogs are accustomed to cold and solid floors that disperse heat. And while Monty does love lying on cold bathroom tile after a long walk, he's also the king of comfort. So when he's not hot, you'll always find him cuddling up on a blanket or a pillow. So he's firmly in the comfort camp. So how could we not provide him with microfiber blankets and a memory foam mattress? But be sure to take note if you see your corgi struggle to get comfortable. You may have to go in and adjust the bedding. For any dog, but especially puppies, make sure that anything on the floor of the crate is machine washable. This is opinion based, but I wouldn't use training or puppy pads. Puppies sometimes like to chew on these, causing both a mess and a safety concern. It may also teach your pup that it's okay to go indoors and it builds an association that it's okay to urinate on soft surfaces. Once the setup is in order, you need to slowly introduce your dog to the crate. To do this, you have to understand what really motivates them. If they're treat motivated, place treats on the inside of the crate and then coax them in with one. Introduce them to a cue such as crate each time you want them to go in. Reward and praise them for going in each time. They may hop in, find the treats, and hop back out. That's totally okay. It can take a few days for them to get comfortable and build a positive association with the crate. Once they're comfortable hopping in, close the crate while you're there to comfort them. This might only be for a minute or two, but praise them with treats and words of encouragement. Over the next few days, increase the duration they're in the crate with you around. Build up to 5, 10, 15, and 30 minutes. Once they've gotten used to being in the crate with you around, start to leave the room while they're in the crate. They may whine or cry, and this is totally okay. If it gets unbearable, you may have to return to the room for a bit and sit with them before leaving again. I would say that after they're comfortable spending around 30 minutes in the crate with you in a different room, you can start to leave the house and run short errands. If you're trying to housebreak them, immediately take them outside to relieve themselves each time you get them out of the crate. Praise and reward them each time they use the bathroom outside. Finally, bedtime. Since the crate is a tranquil and safe place, your corgi should use the crate at night. We have a special cue for Monty, bedtime, though crate would work just as well. For puppies, just make sure that the crate is in a location where you can hear them cry at night. Their bladders aren't quite as large as adult dogs, so they'll often have to relieve themselves during the night. You might have a few weeks of early wake-ups before they're able to hold it all throughout the night. It's important to never yell or punish your dog for crying or defecating in the crate. Again, you're trying to build a positive association. Raising your voice or lashing out just causes stress and it's unlikely that they're going to make the connection that you intend. So I've had it asked, is a crate a cage? And I think that's a natural association to make. After all, they both typically have bars on them and a lock that prevents you from leaving. But I think the difference is context. Just in the same way that a home can be a prison, like if you're on house arrest, it's also possible to make a crate uninviting and scary. To avoid that, make positive associations with your corgi's crate. If your corgi is very treat motivated, offer a treat every time they get in the crate. If they love soft plushy things, have a cushion, blanket, or pillow handy. Monty knows the commands crate and bedtime, both meaning the same thing, just at different points of the day. He even anticipates the command around 8am on weekdays before we both go off to work. On days where we are both home, he often takes self-prescribed day naps in his crate. And this is only possible because Monty has a positive association with his crate. Although we use treats to encourage and reinforce his behavior, we never have to coax him into it. He really enjoys the solitude of his crate. Again, I just want to reiterate not to use the crate as a punishment tool. I've seen times when owners yell or send their pup to the crate for ripping up something they shouldn't have or causing trouble when the guests come over. This has the opposite effect. This leads your pup into believing that the crate is for times that they've acted out. 
it becomes a stressful event that prevents them from doing what they would rather do, like spending time with you or chewing up your shoes. Instead, to correct acting out and other negative behaviors, you need to use other techniques like redirection or expending their energy elsewhere. While that definitely won't help you in this podcast, I'll be sure to put out a new podcast in the future going over both of those techniques individually. So to summarize, no, I don't think that a crate is inherently a cage, but you can definitely make it one if you don't use positive associations from the very beginning. So overall, crate training is a process that can take several days or weeks, and it's definitely easier said than done. But just be patient and don't get frustrated. Part of taking care of a dog is experiencing all parts of life with them. So this is your opportunity to build a strong bond with your corgi. So embrace it. If you enjoyed this podcast, consider subscribing or visiting my website over at thatcorgiblog.com. I really hope that you learned something today and that you're looking forward to the next podcast.